the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And today we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. So we have a well, smorgasbord of bullshit. Well, I mean, okay, you know, we could very easily talk about you know the continued fallout from the State of the Union address, right? <laughs> the 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 fact State of the that the Union is as, almost as strong as the fucking depends. Well, what's <laughs> funny about it is, is that. Uh, Laura Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? We're taking videos after the State of the Union, showing how nobody's wearing masks and nobody's social distancing, and it got a lot of traction. Not necessarily because of that, but the Republicans brought a bill to the floor of the Senate today about getting rid of all vaccine mandates and covid restrict uh covid restrictions in the senate and it fucking passed 48 republicans voted for it to get rid of it and all of the democrats that were there 47 of them voted to keep the restrictions that biden had extended twice so it passed the senate Will it pass the House? Who knows? But the resolution is in the is is in the works. Huh. Doesn't it have to pass the House before it gets to the Senate? No, it can. Legislation can be brought up on each one, and each of them have specific. Uh, like if it has to do with money, it should come from the House first. Uh, but it it it. They don't play very strict with those rules. I just thought it was funny that after the State of the Union and people are like, oh, look, we COVID is gone and it will be gone March 14th, according to the Senate bill. All right. So we'll see. We could talk about the fact that AOC and the squad had their own response to the State of the Union and they uh, or the liberal meltdown of Biden giving a MAGA light talking points, calling him a traitor, saying, how dare you say you want to fund the police? I mean, it is hilarious. Go watch. Go watch the Twitter responses. It is absolutely epic to see them go after Biden. You were... Do do you remember that scene... In Star Wars, uh, the the third movie in the first the the first sequel. Oh fuck! I don't know. It's third movie in the timeline where you know the I have the high ground, right? Yeah. 
Revenge of the Anakin, you were the chosen one! It's kind of like that, but with Biden. Biden, you were the chosen one! How could you do this? You were our master! I mean, our brother! (laughs) You know, I'd like to point and laugh and, and, and be like, hey, look, they're eating themselves alive, but so are we. Or we could talk about the fact that NATO just put out another alert, an updated alert, that we're that much closer to nuclear war. You mean DEFCON 2 wasn't enough? <sighs> Little known factoid. Last time we hit DEFCON 2 in any region was at the Cuban Missile Crisis 60 fucking years ago this October. I actually think we're closer now than we were then. Well, yeah, because people are stupid. Well, no, more importantly, when when Kennedy made the statement, turn the ships around, right? Sun Tzu's, one of Sun Tzu's rule of battle is always provide your enemy a means of escape. This way, it doesn't have to come to a confrontation in a battle. We haven't given Putin a chance or a way to escape. He really hasn't given us one either. Yeah, but his 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 plan is not to sit here and like how to put this. We he doesn't need to give us a way to escape because we could have at any point prior to the invasion say, look, we know that your issue. Now, I know this isn't what they're going to say, but right. We could have said, we're never going to let Ukraine into NATO. And Ukraine would stay a neutral nation. Right. But we didn't. We didn't want to give him that. Well, when, as far as to get the Swiss banks to fuck up. Yes, there is that too. And and as important as Ukraine is, right? We're still working on the title of this one, depending on how this conversation goes. As important as Ukraine is, those in our own country, those in our own government, from local governments to major government or to the federal government are passing shit that is against our best interest. And because we're focused on because we're focused on Ukraine, where everybody's got to wear blue or yellow or you're anti-Putin, or I mean or you're pro-Putin, the whole world is attacking Putin, but not him directly, hence they're still buying fuel from Russia. If you really want to sit here and go after every country that is currently propping up this war, the United States is funding both sides. We're sending weapons to Europe, right? To We're sending troops on the border. We're propping up NATO. And at the same time, we doubled the amount of oil that we're buying from Russia. It still breaks my brain. It, it, we have more oil than anybody and yet we buy it from Russia who we're supposedly going to war with it's like 
wait, you know what? You know, is this some sort of stupid narcissistic plan steeped in hubris or what? Are we being like, well, you can't beat us anyway, so here have some extra money while we buy all your oil? No, I used to think, and I, I will admit that I believed that it was all about money, right? And this isn't that long ago, right? But after seeing what they're doing, they want you to suffer. They want you so beaten down at this point. Let's put it this way. Georgia, which is just across the border, used to have the cheapest gas around. Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was 20 cents sometimes different than it was in Florida. Right. And I, I could just cross the border right now. Right now, the gas station, the cheapest gas station near my house, within 10 miles of my house, is $3.75 a gallon. All the way up until about uh, two weeks ago, we were sitting at two seventy nine, two eighty, and then we jumped from that to uh, 339 Yeah. I mean, I could get gas for less than $3 a gallon from a Sam's Club in Georgia uh, up until about three weeks ago. And then it was, now it's $3.59 a gallon. They're going to make it hurt. They're going to make it suffer because they want to, they want to use the rod to get people to follow the green narrative. Travel less. Think about even our own Secretary of Transportation, Booty Judge, sit here and said that because a reporter asked them, hey, do you think that we could do something in the short term? Oh, no, this is a transitory issue. We need to sit here. We we don't want to sit here and drill more because that would damage the environment. This 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 blip in prices isn't going to mean anything. So we need to keep focusing on renewable sources of energy. There are not enough solar panels on the planet. No, I know that. Just not, regardless of the fact of the manufacturer and process, and then res- the breakdown of the batteries that are used in these vehicles is multitudinously more toxic. Yep. Okay, let's put it this way. The energy crisis is so serious in Europe that the Green Party in Germany, all right, the Green Party in Germany was a party that was created to uh, oppose nuclear energy. They're calling for a bringing online of three nuclear reactors in Europe. In Germany. Well, I mean... When the Green Party goes, fucking nuke it up! (laughs) Right. Uh, What I... What people don't realize a lot of times, I don't think, is that... Because I I had some idiot. On our own side, even. Some... Moron. And it broke my brain trying to talk to him. In my comment section earlier. Because, yay, I can finally comment and go live again, damn it. For like what another day before I get banned again? Anyway, and quit pissing people off. Fuck them if the truth hurts. <laughs> um, 
And now he was like, yo, he says, just gas prices, man. It's like, and gas prices affect the transportation. Transportation and, and trucking affects your food costs. It affects your, you know, anything that we grow. It's like it starts exponentially growing further and further and further. You, you get people that it, it makes no sense. Everything goes up if gas goes up. If you're barely the, making it now, what the fuck you think you're going to do when gas is at five, six dollars a gallon? The price of chicken feed for a 50 pound bag where I live. Right. This is not the premium organic stuff. This is just regular chicken feed. Right. Was eleven dollars and fifty six cents for a 50 pound bag. It is now eighteen dollars for a 50 pound bag. So if you don't, if you think that gas prices don't matter and rising costs don't matter on chicken feed, I'd just like you to realize that a farmer is not going to listen to dickhead Joe and sit here and lower costs, raise wages. That ain't fucking how business works. They're going to pass those increase in prices for simply operating their business for the cost of eggs now goes up. So anything that uses eggs now goes up on and on and on it goes. And people, for some reason, do not understand that. That's why I laugh. I was like, you know, the fact that we are energy independent and we watch prices drop on a lot of stuff. Yep. December skyrocket. December 2019, you're energy dependent for the first time in a long time. And then COVID hit. If that doesn't make you conspiratorial, I don't know what. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a tinfoil hat that has a Q in it. <laughs> well, so twenty one gigawatts. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the World Economic Forum has oh. told us. I know you don't like to talk about. World Economic Forum has a statement. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Do you realize that in the state of Texas right now, the lar- or in the United States right now, the largest purchaser of homes in the United States are banks who are paying up to $100,000 more than the asking price for a house. Why? Because they don't want you to own it. You may be able to sell a house for more than that, but you're not going to be able to buy another house. So you will rent and you will own nothing. NFTs, you will buy these pieces of digital information, the ones and zeros that make the world go by and make funny memes, but you will own nothing and you will be happy because you'll think that you are rich. But, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And yeah, I, I'm weird because unlike you, like you, you like technology. I don't. I do not like NFTs. I'm just going to tell you this now. You, know, you like technology. I don't like technology. I was 25 before I got a fucking cell phone that could do more than actually flip open and answer a damn call. Right? I'm getting those again. The next time that my phone breaks, I'm not getting a smartphone. I'm just going to get the dumb phone. I wish they still had the Nokia brick. Oh, you could use those as a hammer. I was going to say, the reason I want them is because I can use them to launch. <laughs> launch into... But no, um, you could run over the damn things. They'd still fucking work. Yes. 
No, I don't like technology. I don't like the fact that I like things of substance, right? Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I, I find substance in, in the relationship that we've built. You, me, Freya, Balder, all the rest that we've built. But for the most part, I don't like artificial digital things. And the fact that my money will no longer have a physical representation bothers me. Because at that particular point, it's just fucking useless. Well, we did talk about ESG scores. I hate you. I've had a long day. Don't, 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 no. Ah, especially since I know it's coming and it's right around the corner, and that means I'm fucked because I'm not scoring high on that scale at all. It's your social credit score. the The banks will or will or uh, will determine if you get your paycheck, not if you earn it, not not if you worked and traded labor for 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 money. Uh, if you can spend it, an ESG score will eventually allow them to say and go, oh, I'm sorry, you smoke. I'm not going to let you use your money to buy cigarettes. Or I'm not going to let you, you know, you, you've traveled too far. So we're not going to sit here and uh, we're not going to sit here and let you buy gas. That That's what's coming. Uh, oh, wait, it gets better. Oh, Taiwan had a power outage today. Now, before you freak out, the Taiwanese government Sahir said that it was just an accident. But I want you to realize that if China, or sorry, when China takes Taiwan, because China is looking at the situation with Ukraine right now, and, uh, the terrible they're, part about it is they're seeing everybody's reaction and going, hmm, well, you know what? If you piss off Russia, I'll stick with Russia. We'll be the two schoolyard bullies, and I'm getting what I fucking want. They're already teaming up with China. I mean, Russia and China alliance. So you sit here. What's North Korea? Like that Klingon that just never lets go? It's a fucking dingleberry? Well, okay. Think uh, of... Kim Jong dingleberry. Did you see the vote? Did you see the the United Nations vote of censoring Russia? I'm going to be honest. Why the fuck would I care with anything? I see the UN as an enemy. All of these countries voted yes, we should boycott Russia. But if you go look at this, if you go look at the countries that said, fuck, I ain't screwed with Russia. It literally is the laundry list of people that we have fucking bombed or pissed off between, you know, in the last fucking 50 years. Iran is there. Fucking uh, North Korea is there. China's there. Russia's there. And a lot of countries that we bombed, right? Just instead of voting yes or no one way or the other, because I'm sure they're afraid of repercussions, like Belarus voted uh, against it, and people are now, we want to target the people from Belarus too now, right? A lot of countries just voted to abstain. <laughs> I plead the fifth on a global scale. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what they did. Then why we're we're just gonna see how this plays out. You know, we're not gonna virtue signal to anybody. We just wanna see how this plays out. And they went mm, pass. <laughs> but the funniest one, China. Mm, 
pass because I want to see how this plays out. Because eventually, all those countries that voted to abstain, they're going to be on my side. But so let's talk about the article that I found. Curtain. It's going to be a glass wall, <laughs> right? Have Have you ever heard of Region Smart? Yeah. Okay, Region Smart is a collective. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're supported by urban land development agencies, right? And it is what the government can do to make their their you know the land more effective and you know for the good of one and all, for the good of us all to be a better global citizen. So I want to introduce. Nah, fuck you to that. <laughs> Sorry. I get it. I want to introduce you to the region smart for Tennessee, Arkansas, and Mississippi. They got together and they created this little organization. And if you think that it's just limited to those, so you don't have to pay attention, it is popping up in other places. I already found some for Washington State, Oregon. Uh, Basically, it's it allows them, if approved by Congress, to form these little agreements for the betterment of that area, right, that they can work together more efficiently to get stuff done. But allow me to tell you what they can and cannot use it for, or not cannot. What they're going to use it for. So it allows them a non-government or a non-electable quasi-independent uh, board of commissioners will get to determine the disposal or acquisition, planning, construction, operation, and maintenance of roads, airports, wharves, docks, harbors, industrial parks, adjacent to and necessary, and convenient to critical infrastructure in the disposal of refuse or waste. It allows them to issue bonds and borrow money. It allows them to perform imminent domain and condemn over any and all rights or property of any kind for any reason or character. It will allow them to own and operate facilities and collect revenues for the use of the facilities, develop and implement marketing communication strategies. Check this out. The commission, the unelected position, can get money from anywhere to spend it any way that they see fit. They get to inform themselves of matters necessary to fulfill their duties and attend meetings, be subject to conflict of interest policies that they themselves determine to not take action unless three commissioners from each state are present. So you get three people from each of the states that are involved in it. It allows them to exercise the powers of eminent domain or condemnation of property it must be unanimous vote of the commissioners in the state of the subject property, which means that, say there are nine commissioners, three from each state, the three in the state that you are in need a unanimous vote of those three to sit here and take your property and all of your property rights. 
They get to adopt bylaws as well as policies related to open records, employment, and procurement. Legislation literally recognizes that with the compact, the states are creating quasi-governmental and public entities. Legislation directs that the region's smart development be conducted in a transparent and inclusive manner. And that the commissioners shall adopt an open records or sunshine policy that are the concerns records would not be subject to Tennessee's public records or meeting laws. The only reason I say the Tennessee one is because they've already passed it in the Senate. However, <laughs> why does it just sound like they gave a couple of Karens the epi- the the most ultimate version of a homeowners association? Well, if you, yes, because that is what they did, essentially. <laughs> it's like, you wanted to argue there for a split second that it clicked. You're like, uh, no, 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 he's got it. That, that, that's fucking right. It does. It sounds like a fucking homeowners association. So they got $1.2 trillion in the bipartisan infrastructure invest, uh, investment and job acts when it became law. The bipartisan policy, policy center which compiled a table of major competitive grants included in the law to describe the grants indicated that $25 million is available to the U.S. Department of Transportation of states with existing or intended multi-state compacts for the purpose the, the federal government is happy that this is doing. So for our listeners in the different states... Right, what this bill would do would be create an interstate compact pursuant to Article 1, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution for the first time and allow the entire region to work as a regional organization to pursue economic development opportunities. So, uh, hold on. So, Tennessee's already passed it. He got permission uh, in the Senate, right? Um, hold on. I'm, I'm looking for the ones for... Oh, it passed unanimously. So Republicans and Democrats. Oh, how nice. As a matter of fact, it's the Republicans that sit here and, and pressured for it the first time. When two of the three states, now here's the insidious part. Only two of the three, it goes into effect when two of the three states enact the law. Arkansas has to wait until its, uh, until its finance, uh, fiscal session. So, they don't necessarily. However, there is the Senate Concurrent Resolution SCR1, which introduced on February 15th with Senator Keith Egram in Memphis. Right. Arkansas's SCR1, right. Tennessee's HB1989, Right. And I forget where Mississippi's one is. Oh, um, SB nineteen fifteen uh, was deferred. Or yeah. So just just so you know, while you are focusing on, while people are focusing on, like solely focused on Ukraine, the. The Pfizer releases its list of side effects for the vaccine. Nine pages. Did you go look at the nine pages? Not yet. I was cycling through them. How the nine pages don't start until like page fucking 30. Yeah, yeah. So just skip all the way to page 30. And look how tightly typed together they are to get them on nine pages. 
I mean, there's like no spaces. They put commas, right? I mean, it is small, small print, single spaced, one right after the other. It is insane how much they put on there. Oh, and they went and did the numbers. Guess what? Hmm. The Pfizer vaccine has a 3% fatality rate, which makes it a thousand times more lethal than COVID. Wait, it gets better. 90% of people who took the Pfizer vaccine have reported some sort uh, in the study that they did. I know it's not everybody. 90% reported some sort of adverse effect. So, I know that we're not the type of people that, uh, well, I have never, ever in my life wanted to scream from the top of my lungs, I told you so, more than this last week. Like, all of the legislation with, with the Ukraine situation going on, all of the legislation that they've tried to pass while people are not paying attention, while they're worried about putting Ukraine banners and flags on their Facebook profile, where you know, I don't want to take away from the suffering that's happening in Ukraine, but our government did a really good job. This is this is the fourth thing in two years that they have used to pass legislation. While you weren't, while people weren't paying attention. The first one was March of 2020. If you don't wear a mask, you're killing grandma. Focus on the coronavirus. Then it was the race riots. There's no other way to put it, right? If you think that cops should exist, then it was you need to get the vaccine. And now it is. Ukraine. While everybody's focused on those major things, they are going to pass legislation that is not for the best interest of the American people. Then again, it hasn't been for years, but it's interesting to me when you realize that they just admitted that the probability that this is how they worded it, and it just it it, it made me chuckle. The probability that the coronavirus was released by animals or was uh, yeah, released by animals near the Wuhan district. It was like, way to dance the fuck all around that to tell us that we were right. Uh, there is one person on this planet I, I always cringe, and I'm terrified of, of ever saying the words I told you so to, and that's my mother, <laughs> right? The, the woman has somehow, someway, always manages to, to one-up me on it. But this time, I just sent her that, and I got a message. That's what I was reading. I got a message going, oh, you you, you might have been right. But the next, the, the next couple of months are going to be full of very bitter I told you so's. Well, okay. So do you remember when the vaccines first came out, and if you said that it was going to alter your DNA? Wait, wait, wait hold on. You don't even have to think. I saved the headlines. Ready? Fact check. mRNA vaccines do not turn humans into hybrids or alter recipients' DNA. Or 
no, COVID-19 vaccines do not alter or change your DNA. Or COVID-19 vaccines can't alter your DNA. Here's why. That's in Forbes, by the way. And I have all of the I have all of the newspaper articles saved, right? Or my favorite, mRNA vaccines aren't gene editing and they don't alter your DNA. So allow me to introduce you to an article that came out two days ago. You know, the same day that Russia decided that they were going to put the keys in the fucking nuclear weapons, right? Uh Pfizer vaccine modifies DNA in as little as six hours, study finds. A Swedish study shows that Pfizer mRNA vaccine does indeed integrate into our DNA in as little as six hours. Holy fuck. So, Go ahead. Fact check me, bitches. I've got all of the studies. I've been saving it for this moment where the fact checkers go. But that's not true. Bitch, I have the newspaper article saved. <laughs> all we need is somebody that plays with Santeria to come along and throw some of that bad juju in with the mix. Not only takes six hours instead of two days. Right? <laughs> six hours to fuck with your DNA. That's it. That's it. Six hours. If you took the Pfizer vaccine, six hours and your DNA is altered. Holy shit. Are they going to start growing like third legs or something? No, but if you look at the number of cancer, I tried to, I downloaded the DMED database uh but you know that they went in and changed it right yeah okay like uh, i keep trying to tell timmy boy every time we see him uh, people are changing definitions are going in and changing things to make it to force to force it to align with their narrative instead of facing facts for what they are so we understand, okay, let's let's go back to Ukraine because I think this is an important point, right? Do you remember how when we you know we sit here, we were sharing the videos and people were attacking us, oh that's old, oh that's old, oh that's old. And our question was, how do you know that they didn't go in and change the date to make it seem old? Right? To have to put on a fake date. Oh, that wouldn't happen. The internet is forever. You are correct. However, the department of the the DOD's medical database, right? Put it on the internet. They went and changed the data and deleted cases. They did the same thing with VARES. They deleted 200,000 adverse effects out of VARES. And however many deaths they took out. Now, If you don't think that they would go back and under the fog of war and everybody looking for a story wouldn't put out one or two fake ones and alter the other ones to discredit. Well, they're all all using that CNN, uh, CNN, Ukraine, CNN, Afghan. And what's funny is CNN's going, that's not us. Yeah. (laughs) I'm saying we're like, I don't ever like taking CNN side in anything. Well, when CNN's going, that ain't fucking us. Now stop it. Yeah, or or they the they use video game footage to create a still shot for the ghost of Kiev. 
they don't know if the ghost of Kiev is a real person or if it's morale. Frankly, it doesn't matter. We know that Russian planes are being taken out. And if you think they're not, explain to me how Russia has not given pure, absolute air superiority over Ukraine right now. Because they're getting their asses kicked. I mean, one thing, okay, look. Did you see the meme I sent earlier where it's the the one kid, it says Ukraine slapping the back of, that, uh, of the other kid? Yes, on the, back the of Afghani the kid. Afghani yeah. kid. Yeah. That's how you defend your country, yes. I mean, okay, look, Debbie, think about this. They've been hauling, they've been absconding with Russian tanks. Joe, wait, wait, wait. I, I have an interesting update on that one. Uh-huh. All right. So, and I have a money-making scheme if you're up for it. But anyhow, so, okay, so here, here's what's happened, right? S- that story generated a wave of people selling Russian tanks on fucking eBay. Wait, it gets better. It is happening so often that the government of Ukraine says if you steal a tank from the Russians, you don't have to claim it as income. Like for fuck's sake! Like I, 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 I don't expect Ukraine to win on their own, but you have to give them credit. They got some massive balls. Actually, I think they might. Well, I like to say with some of the stories that we've been listening to, the fact that Grandma walks up to a big strapping Russian soldier, gives throws sunflower seeds and tell him to put them in his pocket, so when he dies, they can at least grow sunflowers out of his grave. Now I don't care. I don't care what is propaganda. We may never know which stories were real and which ones were not. Right? For example, I want you, when we're done with this podcast, to go on a YouTube channel and go look at wartime stories. What happened in Ukraine in 2014? Right? There was a a, a Ukrainian soldier who decided that he wanted to tell his story. And they released it specifically for what's going on in Ukraine right now, right? In 2014, he was in a tank and they were using hyperbaric bombs on the tank, right? Those are the ones that spray out the fuel and the fuel can, and it's great. It's designed to kill tanks, right? Because the fuel fits in through all the little cracks and then cooks the people inside, right? He was traveling with a unit, right? Uh, and the first vehicle got hit and it cooked everybody inside, right? Second one hits the wheel on their way out. They have no backup. They have no air support. They don't even know where the fuck the Russians are. They're hiding in the bushes waiting to die. And all of a sudden they hear yelling and screaming and shooting in the woods, right? The backup shows up an hour later. Goes and investigates. There are no extra footprints. There is nothing. It appears that the Russian soldiers just decided that they were all going to fucking shoot each other. Those were the only footprints found. Sure, they could have had a psychotic break, but that is, you know, the way, or they, they thought that they were going to be captured, right? But protocol at that time was to use grenades, not shoot each other with guns. So somebody brought up an interesting theory. Do you remember Holomador? The the millions and millions of dead that occupy that land? 
that maybe the land doesn't <laughs> want to be taken by Russia. You know that you know those jokes that in Russia land control you, right? You don't drink vodka in Russia. Rush in Russia vodka drink you. Well, guess what? Apparently in Ukraine land doesn't want to be fucking Russian. And that the ghosts of those that died unjustly. Or or maybe it's, you know, that Chernobyl wasn't what we were told it was supposed to be, and it's actually a snap a, a, a secret team of genetically engineered soldiers that have Why all of these like suicide squad. They have all these radiation powers and they just <laughs> Anyway, I I thought the story was funny, but not as not as funny as the fact that we're all sitting here going, I wonder how many fish the how many heads the fish will have now that they broke containment. Right. Well, they didn't break it on the bunker. On the yeah. one that broke. They 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 destroyed a waste storage facility, which is nowhere near as toxic as the the bunker itself would be, but Let's be honest, still pretty fucking toxic. Yes. It's yes. like sitting here going, eh, it's a ghost pepper, not a Carolina Reaper. They're both fucking hot. <laughs> okay. Like, like both However, hot. I have a theory about that. Why would, okay, why would the Russians want to go to Chernobyl? Specifically, why in the fog of war would they make that one story specific? That the radiation levels are increasing. Or that they blew up by accident a waste storage facility. It's almost like they went in there to try to restart the (laughs) the reactors and fucked up. (laughs) No. No, think about it. They gathered the material so that they can construct a dirty bomb. If you write this in that goddamn book of yours, I swear to God, I will drive all the way down there just to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> I didn't put it in the book, no. He says that, and then he's going to he's gonna giggle and be like, yeah, but I didn't tell him what else I wrote down in the book. That's just a prefix. No, you told me I'm not supposed to tell you what I put in the book anymore. because it doesn't matter if it goes in the book or not anymore. If we just discuss it on the podcast, it apparently fucking happens. As we were talking about Chernobyl and the and a potential of a of, of of somebody fucking up, and then literally the next day we're sitting there reading they find, they, they blew up a waste facility. It's like, oh come on now. You know, here's the thing about the you know, you're talking about. You don't know if it's if it's true or if it's just morale. And I sit there at the end and I say, who cares? No, I actually agree with you. I I think. Both sides, because we do it. Every oh, yeah. every nation does it when they fight, right? And the fog of war just doesn't allow it to be covered in real time. You know, as much as the people who sit here and say, oh, well, this is fake and that is fake and there's no way that they could take it. Bitch, you are the same oh. people. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, let me finish. You bitches are the ones who believe in UFOs and Bigfoots based off of one fucking grainy film. We have 8K fucking phones, and y'all bitches can't get straight footage. So don't give to some war correspondent, especially people from CNN who are like, yeah, the fighting is fucking 16 miles that way. 
I'm not dying for that bullshit. <laughs> right. I'll let somebody send me a fucking video and I'll be like, yep, I took it right there. Yep. <laughs> well, what I what I don't get is they're all they're all willing to believe that CNN or any other and, I, and I'm not ma- for mainstream media. We've, we've both said it. It's like I fucking think they're all propaganda machines, whether it be Fox or CNN. But I think it's interesting that they go, well, you know, they would fake this, but we would never do it. I was like, bull fucking shit. You believe in a cosmic crystal. Well, um, like, do you know, do you know what upsets me the most about this? Mm. CNN and Fox News, when it comes to war, are super war hawkish. They they both want war because it sells. They don't have Trump to pick on anymore to raise their numbers. So. So, so they need something. Foreign violence. These are things that yes. But what's worse is that the Republicans are super, super, super excited, pro, pro military, pro, pro uh, war, pro all of this stuff, and yet for the last two years they couldn't find their nuts to sit here and take a stand. Nuts. Yeah, they'll never find their nuts in time. It's only for things that give them money. Yeah, unfortunately. All right, so so with that being said, we just wanted to cover some of the stuff that you may have missed while you put the little decorations of Ukraine. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.